I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We've got billions and billions and trillions of dollars that have been spent or been proposed to be spent. Infrastructure, American Family Plan, American Rescue Plan from the pandemic, American Jobs Plan. And now the president has put out a $6 trillion, $6 trillion budget proposal. So what does it all mean? How does it get paid for? It's time to get past the headlines. It's time to break it down and see if all this spending actually adds up. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. So we have heard a lot of dollars being thrown around over the last couple of months uh, from both the uh, Biden administration and, of course, uh, members of both sides of the aisle in the House and the Senate in Washington, D.C. So many are confused in terms of what this actually is, what it all means. And so we want to break it down today so you can understand uh, where all this money is coming from, what is actually being proposed to be spent on. And some of it overlaps, some of it does not. And so we're going to try to break that all down for you just a little bit better today as we do that. And I actually want to start uh, with our friends from ABC. Karen Travers uh, gives us a nice high arc uh 10,000-foot view of what's included and what is not in President Biden's uh, release, uh, which was interesting. He released it on Friday in the afternoon, uh, rolling into Memorial Day weekend. Uh, We call that taking it out with the trash. Uh, And administrations, again, both sides of the aisle, are known for doing this. If you don't want something covered uh, very much at all, just put out a little release late on a Friday, rolling into a long weekend. And uh, by the following Tuesday, most people will have forgotten about it. Uh, So the president rolled out $6 trillion budget proposal for fiscal fiscal year 2022. Uh, Here's Karen Travers. President Biden Friday released a $6 trillion budget proposal for fiscal year 2022. This includes the already announced $2.3 trillion American Jobs Plan and the $1.8 trillion American Families Plan. This budget proposal, which is really a wish list for any administration, would bring federal spending to about 25% of GDP. It includes the president's plans to raise the corporate tax rate to 28% and raise the capital gains tax on the wealthiest Americans. But it still runs a deficit of $1.8 trillion for fiscal year 2022 and continues to run a deficit over the next decade. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. All right. Uh, again, thanks to Karen Travers and ABC News for that. So within the president's $6 trillion budget, there is some dupl- duplication of things that we've heard about or been talking about over the last couple of months. Uh, part of that is the uh, American Families Plan, $1.8 trillion. 
that gets into things uh, like family leave, uh, some daycare uh, for early on, some uh, education opportunities, and so on. Uh, it also includes the uh, 2.3 trillion American Jobs Plan, which does include a little bit of the infrastructure stuff. So some of this is just uh, naming and renaming of things. The important thing to remember is that anything that has the word budget in it has to go through Congress. Uh, and as Karen Travers rightly pointed out, it is a wish list uh, of the president's priorities rolling into the fall. The fiscal year starts in uh, October, so the end of September, first of October is how those fiscal years work for the spending of the United States government. So that will give Congress uh, between now and then to sort things out. Although I will point out that Congress has not actually passed a budget, done it the right way uh, for so long. I can't remember who did it last. I think it's been well over a decade since we've had a real budget in place. Again, I don't know a family. I don't know a business that can function without it. And yet we allow our elected representatives in Washington to get away with it. Uh, that's something to think again about for sure. Uh, but let's break these down just a little bit further. Uh, President Biden uh, says that we needed uh, that we need to create more jobs as part of that infrastructure uh, process. Uh, so here's here's a breakdown from President Biden in terms of what is included uh, in that part of this uh, six trillion dollar proposal. We have to compete more strenuously than we have. Throughout our history, if you think about it, public investment in infrastructure has literally transformed America, our attitudes as well as our opportunities. The Transcontinental Railroad, the interstate highways, united two oceans and brought a totally new age of progress to the United States of America. Universal public schools and college aid Open wide the doors of opportunity. Scientific breakthroughs took us to the moon. Now we're on Mars discovering vaccines, gave us the Internet, and so much more. These are investments we made together as one country, and investments that only the government was in a position to make. Time and again, they propel us into the future. That's why I propose the American Jobs Plan. A once-in-a-generation investment in America itself. This is the largest jobs plan since World War II. Creates jobs to upgrade our transportation infrastructure. Jobs modernizing our roads, bridges, highways. Jobs building ports and airports, rail corridors, transit lines. So that's the first component to it. Now, uh, President, let's go to President Biden. Uh, this is uh, from a kind of a montage of the four main areas of spending with the American Families Plan, four components to this, uh, all adding up, uh, again, to about one point, where are we on that one, $1.8 trillion uh, in the American Families Plan. My American Families Plan guarantees four additional years of public education for every person in America. Second thing we need, American Families Plan will provide access to quality, affordable child care. Third, the American Families Plan will finally provide up to 12 weeks of paid leave and medical leave. No one should have to choose between a job and a paycheck or taking care of themselves and their loved ones or parent or spouse or child. And fourth, the American Family Plan puts directly into the pockets of millions of Americans 
with two parents, two kids, that's $7,200 in the pockets to help take care of your family. And that will help more than 65 million children. So that's the breakdown of the uh, American Families Plan. Uh, Again, so additional uh, education, child care, family leave, um, and and then direct payments uh, for parents with children. Uh, so again, uh, another big tranche of of spending, and the interesting thing to me is there's a, a few elements in there from the president. Uh, he he talks about once in a generation investment, and it is once in a generation spending to be sure. And, and I think what we have to be careful of is what is the not just what is the spending, what is the outcome? What's the desired outcome of all of this spending? Because we often lose that and we don't get to that part of the debate because we're so back and forth in terms of the dollars and cents of it all, uh, which is also interesting. Leads me to my last point on this, uh, and that is the, the president made a very interesting, very short little sentence uh, that he has included this last week uh, talking about how they're going to pay for it all. I'm willing to compromise, but I'm not willing to not pay for what we're talking about. I'm not willing to deficit spend. They already have us two trillion in the hole. Now, I am certain that came from um, the president's time in the Senate <laughs> that you do have to pay for stuff. Uh, so I am sure that his friends on the left of the Democratic Party uh, probably had their jaws on the floor when he said he's not going to deficit spend. Uh, he says they're already $2 trillion in the hole. We, we can't keep spending that way. So to me, the interesting debate is going to be, obviously, there'll be the back and forth between the Republicans and the Democrats. The more important thing to think again about is if the president believes we need to pay for it, that means it's going to be a much smaller plan or it's going to result in much higher taxes, not just for the wealthy, uh, but into the middle class as well. So much more to think about as we try to break it down Uh, This will be an interesting debate between now and the end of September. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.